Welcome to episode 42, y'all, of That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. We're in iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastPod. Tune in. Your mama's house, your baby daddy's house, on the couch, in the car. We are also on Spotify, y'all. So I'm Sean. I'm Nye. What's up, y'all? All right, now, nah. so what are we calling this episode? <laughs> Ambitions of a lion. Won't deny it. I'm a straight liar. <laughs> Wait, okay, so before we get in the ratchet, I want to shout out to our listeners in the Russian Federation. Privyet, y'all. We All see right. you. <laughs> All right. What we what we talking about? Ambitions of a lion. Girl, we got to roll straight into this Jesse attack. <laughs> what attack? <laughs> Who, who's who's attack? The smack attack. attack. <laughs> a Big Mac attack. Right. Holla back attack. <laughs> so we reported uh, a couple weeks ago that um, Jesse um, Smollett or Smollett, however you pronounce his last name, he was allegedly attacked on January 29th at two o'clock in the mo- in the morning on his way to get a Subway sub sandwich. I don't know, grown people still ate there. So apparently he says that he was attacked by two MAGA hat wearing white men mm-hmm. that attacked him. They put a noose around his neck. Um, they poured some some liquid substance on him. Um, he also kind of reported- liquid substance. Uh- <laughs> of the back alley kind. Right. <laughs> the, the squirt, squirt kind. <laughs> skeet, skeet. <laughs> oh, God, I don't know how we going to get through this. Go ahead. <laughs> so apparently, allegedly, he said they they uh, they called him a faggot. They called first. They said empire. They called him out. <laughs> empire nigga. Empire bitch. Right. First of all, there's no. Okay, let me let me. Before I put my uh, two cents in. So he said they called him nigger. They called him faggot. And they said this is magination. And then they they attacked him and he fought him back or whatever. So, um, you know, there was this whole um, uh, spread of Instagram support of him. Everyone was posting pictures of him and, you know, really rallying behind him. But as, you know, the Chicago Police Department were really... Um, uh, they were really investigating this attack. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say the Chicago police and this whole incident spawned a whole nation of nigga detectives because everybody in their mama <laughs> became a detective. <laughs> I too was a private investigator. <laughs> everybody became a detective and immediately started dissecting this. And you know, when we reported it, I'm like, something about this story don't ring true, but I didn't want to say anything because I- You sure didn't. You sure I didn't did. say last week because we was giving um, get well soons and all kind of stuff to I him. Did, and I did, but I did say there is a rumor that he was out. This is allegedly uh, a, a hookup going wrong. I did say that, but I didn't elaborate on it because I didn't want to speculate. <laughs> I didn't want to speak out of turn. And But something in my soul said this wasn't right. So apparently, <laughs> apparently he hired two um Nigerian dudes. Two you Nigerian dudes brothers? that are that are extras on the uh the set of Empire. <laughs> and they he paid them to attack him. They they actually have record they actually got arrested and got questioned by the police and they were released. And they you know they told the police that they um you know he hired them to to stage this attack. And they they mm. even have a record of them buying the the noose that went around his or you know 
that went around his mercy. Neck. The pocket noose. <laughs> so, and he actually, you know, Jesse actually went on Good Morning America and was sent, you know, he was back in his story. The gay Tupac. Girl, yeah, he's back. So this whole thing is unraveling now, and it is it is a mess. It is really a mess. Um, so he, he's really alike. So now he's I'm he I'm pretty sure he's facing uh you know federal tra- that's a that's an offense. That's a well they said yeah. So now it's the whole thing is going to the grand jury. So if they released, I mean, if they released who they thought were the um the perpetrators and let them go, and you know this story checks out. This is not looking good for him. So a couple of things when I heard this, I mean, I I looked at it with a side eye, but I'm like, you know what? It it could or couldn't. I'm not sure, but this sure sound a little fishy. But one of the things was like they were saying that his character on Empire is about to be um deaded. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's about to be killed off. And then, you know, Jesse has like this um you know, he's trying to be a singer and he has some songs that are kind of on rotation. But, you know, I mean, do you know him as a as a singer or as um, the gay actor on Empire? So I think he, you know, maybe trying to, you know, kind of in, infuse his career with something. So, you know, then the story came out and it was a lot of headlines. And you're like, who's who's Jamal Lyons? And, you know, mm-hmm. the, the thing about this is it was so I'm like, was he high when, when they planned this? Because this. You know, just the detail, like him sitting down and like planning this out, it just doesn't sound like this. It doesn't sound legit. Because first of all, any part, any, anyone that's a part of MAGA Nation is not watching Empire. So why would they know him? <laughs> <laughs> In the dark, on a dark alley, near, near the subway. I also saw on... Um, on Ezra meme going around, it said, uh, Jesse Smollett, the first America American to scam Nigerians. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm looking at these two brothers with a side eye, like, y'all didn't think this was fishy, like, this didn't sound right. Like, okay, so this happened in January, um, of this year. We're in the thick of winter in Chicago, so it's probably negative 10 degrees outside. Who's you know? walking around with a noose and some bleach? <laughs> looking for the nigga from empire like who's doing that <laughs> i you know i it they on the one hand you know there are a lot of people who still support him and they say you know this is the way that we kind of um you know it, it's by looking at it it's a, calling him a liar and you know how it's a bunch of it's a whole lot of different talk that's going on so i don't i i don't want to take light to a situation where you know if this possibly happened but i just think in looking at all the circumstantial evidence that we have and you know what we believe happened like it just does not add up you know if <laughs> it never did it never did <laughs> it never did but i didn't you know i'm I didn't say anything. I'm just. I mean, we we are totally against any sort of homophobic attacks, you know, racial Mm -hmm. slurs, or you know, not for it, but you know, you got to definitely against your thinking hat on. I'm yeah. I'm definitely getting. Somebody said this is like a a a a a elementary crime novel. (laughs) (laughs) Like a Scooby Doo, (laughs) Scooby Doo special. (laughs) Scooby Doo in a mystery van solves the MAGA attack. It was you all along. <laughs> Gee Willigers. <laughs> These meddling kids. <laughs> what got oh, my plans. <laughs> anyway, so this is, I don't know. So you think his career is over? This 
not look. I mean, let's not bump a career. Let's talk about whether he could. He's going to be able to remain free after this, like that. I mean, this is serious shit. If he really orchestrated this whole thing and he conspired to to do this, not only you know causing all this mass hysteria in the media, but like it is a it is a crime. I'm not even laughing. It it is a crime. So. I mean, let's not even talk about his career. Let's talk about the fact whether they're going to actually press criminal charges, you know, if this gets to that level. Mm -hmm. Um, But then again, like, you know, I think if this, in fact, was the scenario and he orchestrated this whole thing, then I think it was for the publicity because of um, his career taking a turn with with Empire. I mean, he's supposed to be killed off the show. Mm hmm. So I heard. And if that's the case and his music career is um, going the way of uh, not doing so well, then, you know, look, you got to you got to set yourself up for a come up yeah. <laughs> by hook or by crook. <laughs> he, he did by well, crook. <laughs> if I'm lying, I'm flying. <laughs> So, so yeah, Lord. but you know, like, and we're, we're kind of, I'm kind of like on, um, you know, this is, this is, this is like on, on one hand, I'm thinking this is a super serious offense and people are taking, they're kind of offended by this. I know I'm offended by this. Like you just insulted my intelligence <laughs> with this. By the lies. Then, if, by right. the lies. And people were supporting him. So if there's an emotion around that. Um, I know you were supporting him last week. I was yeah. supporting you. <laughs> We all, I mean, you keep saying I'm reporting this one from the woke minute to the ratchet minute <laughs> Very in a matter of a week in a matter of a week. But, you know, Americans, we have such a short attention span. I'm like, in a couple years, if he get the right PR person, you know, maybe he can revive his career. You know, I don't I don't know. I don't know. This is not. I mean, just just not even for what this could potentially do for the culture, but just, you know, even his own community, you know, the the um, LGBT community, like mm-hmm. y'all can't have very no, unforgiving, um, no boy very crying wolf. Huh? Yeah, they're very unforgiving. Right. And this is so that to me, like, that's even worse because, mm-hmm. you know, Bump, he, he's a he's a brother and he's a black, you know, a, he's a brother. But you also have. Your, that community and like you said how unforgiving they are and they don't need this kind of heat at all yeah. so if you out here like the boy crying wolf mm-hmm. they are going to serve your ass seven seven ways till sunday mm-hmm. <laughs> like the old people say so good luck jesse yeah good luck anyway. <laughs> <laughs> moving along <laughs> but, but even this, Scooby-Doo don't believe you. But this, this, this went down in Black History Month. The first Amer- first American, first Black American is scammed Nigerians. <laughs> black History first. <laughs> anyway, we love our Nigerian listeners, so it's yeah. all good. But and and really, but and but on a serious note, you know, I. I hope that this doesn't like hurt the credibility of real victims, you know, people who have really suffered yeah. under any gay and racist, you know, racial attacks, mm-hmm. you know, by, you know, by him coming out with this story, if it, you know, turns out to be a hundred percent BS. Yeah. And that's, that's the sad part in all this. So, you know, I, oh. I hope that he will have a come to Jesus moment or come to Yahweh moment, whatever you want to call it. And, and just really be honest about what what this all about because yeah. i and i also think like you know we as black people we are very forgiving 
Mm-hmm. And, and if you just if you just set the record straight, I guarantee you, mm-hmm. you can survive your you can survive your career. You may even be written back on Empire. That's what I'm I saying. Promise we you. still got people who love R. Kelly. He's been raping kids for 20, 30 years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's uh, it's, we laugh, but it's but it's so true. Like we, right. we are some un- we are some forgiving people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes to our detriment. So get yep. yourself, get your life, Jesse. all right so moving on just a quick little um tidbit um i'm not a black china fan i really don't know what she does but i i read something and i just thought it was it was so comical i needed to put it in the ratchet minute so basically black china has been reported as saying that both tiger and rob kardashian tricked her into getting pregnant she said, okay. You mean, you mean what? So she had went on her IG live page. She said that neither one of them are paying her child support. And um that the whole thing was uh I guess her, her baby daddy's is, is is some trickery. So she has been what I guess called a victim of stealthing, which I just learned what stealthing is. You know what that is? I was about to ask you what is that? I mean, I've heard Let it me tell you. Girl, you know exactly what it is. We just never had a name for it. It's when a nigga takes off the condom in the middle of sex without you knowing. You know, that's actually, uh, recently that was actually classified as a form of rape too. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, we just just went because I I was like, that's some ratchet ass shit. And truth be told, that has happened to me before back in the day, but go ahead. Oh, wow. Well, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think, did, did that happen? Uh... Possibly, <laughs> some shit, some shit no, you, don't, but yeah. you don't talk about. Yeah, but it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, moving on. Okay, so stealthing. That's a new new word. Stealthing. So she's uh, she didn't actually say she was a victim of stealthing, but I'm I'm guessing it's like opposite of poking holes in the condom, like trapping nigga. So mm-hmm. she said that she's the one that got trapped. Um, and I guess so. Like I guess if you you know she's trying to play her cards right, and neither one of them is paying her child support, so. I mean, <laughs> you did not secure the bag, Black China, like you were wow. supposed to. For real. Because <laughs> I, I really thought that whole Rob Kardashian move, that was like, damn, she my hero. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> what? Lace friends forever. For <laughs> real. <laughs> Lace friends to the end of time. <laughs> Lace friends and booty shots. <laughs> what? Your life is set. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Guess not. Mm. Womp womp. Yeah, so Black China, get your life. Yeah, for real. <laughs> All right. All right, moving on. Where are we? All right, so we're at the woke minute. Mm-hmm. And Kitten Hills, part of the show. <laughs> I, have to, I, my throat. I have to stop going into this segment laughing. All right, so this is the woke minute. So, you know, a couple months ago, we talked about Colin Kaepernick and how he had accused the NFL of collusion, and he had actually subpoenaed um, 45 in this case. You know that back in 2016, he took a stance um, protesting police shootings of black men. So he kneeled during the Star Spangled Banner back in 2016. Um, And since then, he was blacklisted, a blackball. No team would hire him. Um, so he, you know, he took them to court now, two and a half years later, he and a former, uh, teammate, Eric Reed, which I didn't even know that he was a part of this as well. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, he was, he was a part of it. He had lost his job for a while and then he was hired back. Mm-hmm. I forgot by what team, but yeah. 
Yep. So they reached a surprise legal settlement with the NFL. And they were accused of colluding. So they allegedly um, they were awarded between 60 and 70, 60 and 80 million dollars, actually um, million dollars for this case. So now that is over. But we you know, we don't really know how much it was. There's a confidentiality clause or agreement. So we won't never really know, um, you know, what he settled for. But I guess this is all over. I guess the the boycott of the NFL, which I don't even really think people did, because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I went to Super Bowl weekend. I told you, I I I, I told a fine line with trying to <laughs> boycott it and go to all the parties. So yeah, I boycotted it, but I don't even like football, so it was easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> Very easy for me. So uh, so that's where we are now with this. So, but you know, in the meantime, he um, he actually had a a, a, a sponsorship. Uh, contract with Nike, um, so he, you know he's pretty much set set for life. And pre- I look at this as a a, a back pay of um, employment, unemployment. Yeah, and that's you know, and that's exactly what it is. I think because you know I've I've read some places, and you hear people are very um, you know kind of up in arms about this. Like, well, what was the settlement? And you know, do we get what what are we getting out of it? It's like, yo, y'all were really looking for reparations out of this. This is basically um it's it's an employment ca- uh, um case. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he was he was an employee of of the, and and talked about collusion in his work environment. So mm-hmm. the outcome of it was he filed a suit. It's basically for 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 back pay. You know, to think that um you know, with the, he filed a grievance to think that we would have all this uh, social change, and you know, I, I mean, I don't know, is it supposed to erase racism or something? Like that wasn't wow. that wasn't the goal. You know, the man took a stand in his workplace, which was to take a knee, and he did that. You know, to highlight racial injustices in the United States, and you know, to the to the, for the most part, that was done. But essentially. You know, this was this was about getting his getting his coins. Yeah, yeah. from the very beginning. That's mm-hmm. that's what we need to understand. So I, you know, I think trying to put the weight of well, he should have done this, and you know, this like that's not. It's really. Me, like, I, I'm really amazed when people say what people should have, could have, would have done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you, when people, and I'm putting myself in in into this group, we don't take stands on little smaller issues you know what i'm saying with our little coins that we make this man was he lost millions and millions of dollars with no um you know he had no idea he would win this case because when has the nfl been um taken to court and the prosecutor has won or whoever you know took the court has won Mm -hmm. this is they want a settlement you know and it's probably i mean in all honesty like it, it it it's aligns to me with like a nuisance case like they paid him to basically be quiet and stop all the shit and go away. You know, yeah. their numbers were, are have, you know, they have been affected with this whole thing. They just want to move on. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it was an employee employer, you know, case and the employer decided to pay the employee. Um, I'm not trying to diminish what the the type of awareness that he has bought um, around around the subject, you know, I I commend him for even taking a stand. Like you said, he lost millions, you know, and a lot a lot of us, not a lot of us, can turn around and say, you know, I'm not going back to to my job because I'm I'm standing for something and you know that I believe in mm-hmm. other than something personal. So that's a big thing. I mean, I think that's the whole that's the issue with Gucci and with Dapper Dan, you know, and people are looking like you know he's he's uh, talking to the community about what Gucci is going to do. Like yo. That man gets a check 
and he's trying to secure the bag. And Please understand that. This is his, you know, he's a man of a particular age, so he doesn't get many more chances after this. So I'm, I, he's trying to hold on to it and make this last. Yeah. Um, you know, I and I can't fault him for that. I and I, exactly. I, and I can't, I'm not faulting him at all, but you, you got to understand, you know, until we are owners, until we own, until we have a, a, a say because we don't need, you know, whatever white people, 2520s, whatever they, they got going on, until we have truly have our own, this is the game that we play. Mm-hmm. So yeah. y'all need to stop because I think you're right. You know, we, we end up pointing fingers and, you know, well, woulda, shoulda, couldas, and you should have did this and you should have done that. Like, Unless you you are establishing your own, please please have a seat, have mm-hmm. several seats. Yeah. So this man, at the end of the day, he has a family. And he you know needs to support himself. He filed a a, a legal case against her, and they settled out of court. Yeah. That's the bottom line, and that that was the end result. So. I don't know. Y'all thought you were going to get reparations and, and um, everybody's going to get a check or something from this. No, <laughs> this is not that. <laughs> right. This ain't that. That was not happening. So please. Yeah. Um, let's let's call it for what it is. But I mean, I'm glad that that part is over and that he gets, you know, he probably doesn't have to. He's a free agent now. But do you think he wants or needs to play ball? Girl, somebody <laughs> paid me out for some lost wages. Am I going back? Fuck y'all. For life? What? No. Count, no. Count and especially as a football player, when he has, um, he's in danger of like, you know, all the, um, like the, the, what's the disease those um, football players get where they like lose their memory and whatever. I forget what it's called, but. Heal. Oh, the CTE. Yeah. The brain injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, so. Yeah. All right, moving along. Very good. Okay. Um, moving on. I just wanted to make a note of the new Senate bill. It's actually an old bill, but it's you know now they've put some life back in it. So there's a Senate bill that has passed that makes lynching a federal crime. So this bill was introduced by Kamala Harris and Cory Booker, among some other um, other senators. And it, um, you know, Booker actually referred to the alleged Jesse Smollett attacks. <laughs> Take that out of your uh, your points. <laughs> I know, right? Um, we're going to erase that from the outline. Um, but uh, it, you know, talking about what, you know, what um, Booker was just saying, like, you know, this bill actually confronts hatred, hatred in the country, you know, that lynching is the ultimate expression of racism. So this is really trying to make it a federal hate crime. So I had some interesting numbers here. It said between 1882 and 1968, it was almost 5,000 black people who were lynched, yet only 99% of the perpetrators, um, well, 99% of the perpetrators went unpunished. So this is about less than 1% that were actually tried and convicted of, of a crime. So um, another point that's interesting, but probably not surprising, is that Congress has been petitioned over 200 times for anti-lynching law, and it has always failed. Um, I think one of the reasons that Republicans actually look at it and they think that, you know, when you talk about a federal government encroaching on state rights, they think it's, you know, it's the federal government overreaching onto what states can and cannot do. Because states are allowed to make their own laws as to how this can be punishable by a crime. So the bill has now passed. It now has to go to the House for approval, and we we will see what happens. you know, it's, I, I think it's emblematic that this is, uh, it might as well be Black History Week, because that feels how long Black History Month is. But it's, um, you know, that it's just coming up during Black History Month. And, 
that this has this is still an issue in 2019. We still do not have a law on the book that is uniform across the nation as to how these crimes are punished. So, um, and you know, the battle is still not won because it has not passed House approval. But at, um, at least it's um, it's 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 up for um, to see if it'll pass. So, what do you think about that? This is long overdue. Absolutely. Um, and that's all I can really say. You know, you know, it's a form of terrorism. It's a form of um, national terrorism. And we have to treat it, treat it as such. And, you know, truth be told, people are still getting lunch today. Um, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Know, have, there's there's a lot of um, stories we have that come out in the news of people, um, you know, in, in maybe not even being lynched or being hung per se, but being, you know, killed and yeah, died. Well, were, um, we you know, talked about Donye Jones a couple uh, some weeks ago on, on the podcast, uh, the young black man that was lynched in Missouri. And mm -hmm. they try, you know, the investigation tried to size it as a suicide and his mother and, and his family was just very, you know, looking at the details that obviously that he had been hung from a tree by someone not himself. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. So I, I, I'm curious to see what what they will classify lynching as. Um, will it just be like the, you know, the I don't want to say traditional historical, you know, being hung by by a tree or by a rope? Or it, would it be like by uh, being terrorized? You know, there were some cases where men were tied to um, to a truck and dragged. Is that a form of lynching? Um, you know, so I'm, I'm really curious to see what they would classify as a, um, an act of lynching. Well, and you know, and traditionally the lynching was, it was um, really determined by if it was somebody that was in police custody and they were broken out by means of a riot and, um, you know, were, were killed in front of a mob. That was what lynching originally was. Mm -hmm. So now I'd be curious to understand, and I haven't read the bill and I don't know what the, um, what the language is, but it should be all encompassing. It's not you know, not just the typical um, noose around the neck. Mm -hmm. So I'm, um, I'm curious, and I, and actually, I'll, I'll read it, I'll research it, and, and, and come back because I, I, I don't know, and I want to know. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Let's. Can we? We need to end the woke on a on a bright note. We never. <laughs> we can. It's always heavy. It is. It always. Until. Heavy. Yeah. Until we open our mouths and move forward with <laughs> with the weekend D <laughs> and talk about what truly brings us joy, <laughs> one nut at a time. <laughs> All right, we have the weekend D before. <laughs> All right, so this comes. This question comes in um, from one of our listeners who inboxed us. And she doesn't give much detail on it, but she gets right to the point. She just started dating this guy and he loves many O's receiving head. However, his penis is huge. Like how huge? <laughs> huge. <laughs> and how he said it's no fun for me. And he is a fan of the deep throat. And I, she, she says, I feel like I'm going to either suffocate or choke to death. And I don't know what to do. I want to satisfy him, but I just don't enjoy it. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Como? Como sa? So, so, you know, we, we talked, we talked about this a lot. And, you know, I, it, it, you know, I, 
if you are a, a sexual person and you know i think you you cannot get around not giving head because men love it whether you like to do it or not men men love it you know so um so these, these are some things that i think that she can do um mm -hmm. first of all i think you have to like clear your mind and take out the 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 mindset that you don't like it because if you don't if you have that mindset when you're doing right. it and in your mind you're saying i don't want to do this i don't like it it's going to come out in your performance so take that out and have like an open exactly. mind exactly first of all and then um what i would say first is find out what his pleasure points are on his penis um and, and focus on that generally it's it's the head and the underside of the head is where kind of where the men get circumcised that's a very sensitive uh part for a lot of men but find out you know what it is on his penis that's uh you know that's very sensitive and that he likes um go slow and take control of the action mm -hmm. you know, as you're performing it you know ask him what he likes um and and do that you know once you do that then ask him what else do you want me to do and just kind of keep going down you know and find out exactly what gets him to his climax point but take it slow and take control of it don't have him you know ram all willy-nilly now <laughs> right <laughs> Going all down your throat, choking you out and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and what you know, what you want to do is actually practice on like a dildo or a phallic object, and practice, you know, taking that and going deeper down into your throat. There's actually this lady yeah. that I follow on Instagram. Her name is Prisha, aka the Head Doctor, mm -hmm. and she actually gives tutorials on giving blowjobs. And she actually, you can, um, you can, you know, pay her. She'll come and she'll perform like um, private parties for you and your homegirls. And she'll actually teach you how to give head. And she actually has this spray that you can spray on your throat to numb it. So, so it'll lessen your gag reflex. So wow. look at her, her website is www.legendaryoral.com. Mm -hmm. So go to that website, but also on the low, watch some gay porn some men on now men. you said this before and i was i was floored but you're right go ahead gay porn because you know on in um heterosexual porn i think it's so over the top it's so unrealistic it looks like yeah she's, she's nibbling. a lot of times a girl she nibbling or you know it's all over the place it's crazy and you know she you know he's like ramming it down her throat she's tearing up and it, it's <laughs> unreal it look, doesn't look appealing to me at all but if you actually watch gay porn they they're more um they're they typically are less about the theatrics of of sex and more of the technique so watch some gay porn and get some techniques from them That's i agree with that um so just my my you know i was i was taken aback when she said it was way too huge because i am a sizer so um there's there's nothing too big <laughs> to, to make it happen um but and i agree with you like the points on the penis like there's so many different um areas of it but i i think more so what she's saying is like um you know he's he likes to get she doesn't really talk about the the penetration if that that's the that's the part that's that's doing her in no so it, it's it's actually when she's giving head it's you know when she's performing oral sex on him it's not yeah. the actual sex part of it. it's not the actual him penetrating her it's her giving him head okay so so i think the position for her should be that he's lying on his back his hands are restricted whether they're tied or he's just not allowed you know sometimes giving head and it's like you can't tell him you cannot use your hands so not that means your hands not grabbing the back of your head and ramming you down <laughs> I <did> that. no <laughs> hands no hands so that way you had she has more control over it i think that's mm -hmm. like 
that in agreement with you, like that's the best type of position. Like, look, no hands, don't touch me. You know, sometimes you get in a movie, like don't touch me and let me just do what I do. So that way she has, you know, full throttle control over, you know, how it's going in and out of her mouth. And then, you know, honestly, you can practice, you know, there's ways like I know Prisha, the AKA the head doctor, but there's, there are ways where you can control your gag reflex and it really is in how you breathe and how you breathe on it. And, you know, practicing opening your mouth, opening your jaw, you know, to take it in and just, and relax. And, you know, like you were saying, I, that, um, you know, you, yeah, you have her head is head, so to speak, has got to be in the right place, you know, because if she says that, you know, I'm I don't like it, I'm suffocating, I feel like I'm choking to death. Well, that's exactly what's gonna happen. You you're gonna choke, you know, slob on his knob, and you're gonna choke yourself out. So relax, you know, make it fun and ask him without hands, like I, I would say, don't use your hands. Tell me what you want. How's this feel? You want it faster, you know, teeth and no teeth, gums, jaw, you know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of make it interactive, but in a way that he um, does not have control of the movement is what I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. But, but yeah, girl. You got to get into <laughs> it. You got to get into it, girl. But I, I understand, mm-hmm. you know, I think we always talk about this big penis thing. And, you know, I like a good size penis, but you do not have to be hung like a horse. <laughs> This is true. This this no. is very true. I think I've learned this later on in in life because there's a lot of big dick niggas out here that don't know the no, half of what No, they don't. Just and sloppy and messy. Mama ain't got time to teach you. <laughs> Put that thing away. For real. Go on to a young girl. <laughs> she got patience. I don't. <laughs> Wait, did you say she got feelings? I don't. No, she got patience. I don't. Oh. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I ain't got time to teach you. <laughs> oh, for real. But um, oh, it's just I, you know, I, I'm a fan. I'm a I am a fan of of just but big but more girth wise, you know, because yeah. You know, mm-hmm. The the girth isn't is important, especially when you know what to he knows what to do with it yeah, and it's just sure. like it's not the length and i think we talked we i think we one time we i was like you know it's not a lot of, a lot of space in there but i'm talking i was talking about in terms of like length the girth yes definitely i love like nice girth but y'all 10 inch d- niggas get <laughs> away from me <laughs> Y'all be trying to put that whole shit in. It is not it ain't ten inches worth of shit. That's my uterus right there. Stop What's it. wrong with that? What's wrong with that? Insides are not made the same. You know, everybody's inside. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm a short person. My. 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 It's little inside there. It's not ten inches worth. <laughs> I. I guess. I'm just like I. You know. I like to. Everybody's I like to feel it. it. I like to, like I said, I sometimes I like to be skewered. You want to be skewered, and the only way to do that is you you gotta you gotta feel it both ways, you know, <laughs> top, bottom, and sides. What's that? The the dimension and the width. Yeah. I don't <laughs> need to skewer it though. I don't need to skewer. But anyway, all right, moving along. Oh, I don't want to move along. I want to no, talk about something more. <laughs> Oh, come on, we can, we can, we can, we can, we can, we can, no, no, just, you know, I, oh, I like, I like, I like talking about it, I, and what I, no, I wanted to comment on what you said about the gay porn, like, watching it, because real talk, I think if you can get past that you're watching gay porn, like, those dudes know how to give head, and that's, all you have to do is just copy it. mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I've, I've watched plenty of gay porn, and it's, 
it's, it's like they, they, their heads revolve, like their heads revolve around a dick. So it's not just mm -hmm. up and down. It's like all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they got some techniques too. They, they, they do. So I, I really suggest watching gay porn. It's, it's, it's on a whole different level. Mm -hmm. Girl. I mean, once you get past what you're watching, but oh yeah, that's, yeah. that's a lesson, lesson for yourself. Get into it. Okay. I like it, girl. I'm like, all right. Okay, nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we are moving away from the I didn't bother. All right, bring me down. Here we go. All right, so we are now at the I Reminisce. So this week is my reminisce. So I want to take y'all back to 2003. That was about 15 years ago, y'all. We're number 10 on the Diplomatic Immunity, the Diplomats album. That was like my favorite heavy rotation. So the dip set, which consisted of Cameron, it was Jim Jones, Jules Santana, and Freaky Zeke. Although I remember Hell Rail being kind of a part of the mix too as well. So just to give a little background, if y'all remember back, this actually, Dipset was in the making probably 10 years before that because that was the early 2000s, probably late 1990s. We know Rockefeller Records came into play. So that's Jay-Z, Dame Dash, and Kareem Big. They created the label. And then in 2002, they signed Cameron. And Cameron bought in the Diplomat. So just going back to this time, if anybody that knows me around this time, and even if you know me now, I am a Dipset head. I'm Diplomatic Immunity. I still play the, the all the songs, number 10 especially today. I was all for the movement. I don't know if you remember, but they were trying to make the Diplomatic Immunity or the Dipset Anthem, like the national anthem to take over for all the um, baseball games. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that back in the day? So, you know, one thing we know about Cameron and Jules Santana and, you know, the rest of them, you know, lyrically, we can't say they were like the most lyric. Um, you know, they didn't really prioritize or make these intricate lyrics. Yeah, they However, they their style, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very, um, very uh, simple. Uh, Bubblegum, <laughs> some, sometimes. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I need a couple birds, get abroad, have them sent up. Call my bird, get my broad, have them sent up. <laughs> call my niggas, call my squad, have them sent up. And he's but, still torn off that. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what I'm saying. Like they, their style just opened a door for rappers to really, you know, not be afraid to be who they really were. So that was a time for me. You know, dudes was in the NBA warmups, used the fitted hats. You know, Cameron was rocking the pink. He made it okay to wear the pink and the big gold earrings that he called the Lemonheads. Dudes was wearing the G-Shock watches and the bandanas. So, you know, it was a really, really good time. Um, musically for Harlem, which is, you know, where, where my peoples are from. It was a good time for that. So they really like opened the door and it was like fun music. You know, it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really too, too serious, you know, especially Cameron with, like I said, the, um, the ABCs, the ABCs of, of ramen. <laughs> so, yeah, so that was my he found his lane. He had his, he, he found his lane. He stayed you know what in what I'm it. And and I and I loved him for it. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm a I'm a Cameron fan, so that was this was my joint dipset anthem. What you think? You know what? They actually uh, not to be, I'm on the subject, but kind of off. They actually are um, showing the their documentary, The Diplomats, this Wednesday um, in New York. Stop title playing. is yeah. Title is I'm I'm trying to go. I'm trying to get tickets. Title. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's hosted by B Dot, so I hopefully I'll be in the I'll, I'll be in the place. I'll do like a um. I'll, uh, I'll put my uh, I'll, I'll record the whole thing bootleg and send it to you. 
<laughs> that would be so great. Can you do IG live too? Oh, that, there? Would be so, yeah. that would be really great. I would love. I'm sitting over here like hurt, like, man, for real, I really wanna go. I really wanna go. I didn't even know they had a documentary, so shout out to the diplomats, uh, Cameron, Jim Jones, Drew Santana, Freaking Ziggy. Absolutely. Listening to gangster music. That's my shit. All right, moving on. Where are we now? All right, so we had the support black business uh, segment of the show. Um, this is the segment where we highlight black businesses. We believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities and desire to build awareness and products and services made us for us. By made us, us for us. Yeah. us, by us. <laughs> Be five, four, five. <laughs> All right. So this week, um, I'm actually um, highlighting this um, this new brand called Zandra. And it was started by an 18 year old oh. from Buffalo, New York called Zandra. Her name is Zandra uh, Cunningham. And she actually first started her uh, first business at 10 years old. She was selling lip balms and shea butter and selling them at local uh, farmer's market. But now she has an all natural plant-based skincare line of 50 chemical free skincare products. And actually um, just in time for black history month, um, the rollout was in Target. So you can find them in like over 700 Targets all over the country. Aww. And her line consists of hand and body lotions, exfoli- exfoliating sugar scrubs, and lip and body balms. Um, so yeah, go out and check her out. Yay. And for Black History Month, she has like this uh, this gift box set called Treat Yourself. And it has like different moisturizers and balms and stuff. So go on her website at zandrabeauty.com. And she also has uh, Instagram, Zandra Beauty. So go out and support this young sister. Oh, very good. I love hearing that. And she's 18? She's 18. She's a baby, but she is doing it. Go ahead, Zandra. All right. We'll be shouting you out. Giving you love. All right, y'all. I think... It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. A beautiful day for a neighbor. Girl, let me tell you, this is the conclusion, but I wanted to say I watched the documentary, just real quick, for um, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Won't mm-hmm. You Be My Neighbor. Did you see that? No, I haven't. It's in my queue. It's on Netflix, right? Or I think, yes, I think it's yeah. on Netflix. Did, so did you grow up with watching uh, Mr. Rogers? You know what? I did, and I, I, I'm going to be completely honest. He kind of creeped me out a little bit. But okay. yeah, it was okay. Well, I I grew up watching him. I didn't know he creeped you out. But when I tell you, I don't know. It was something about this documentary. I watched it twice with mm-hmm. with tears in my eyes. I cried. Like yeah, I heard it was really times. Good. It was really good. Um, you know, and it just I, I think if you listen essentially to his story and why he did what he did. I mean, right? I think now, especially what you just said, like he creep. You know, maybe he creeped you out, but. We got so much stuff going on in, you know, this day and time. And it's like, it's it's hard to find. Like, that whole Mr. Rogers, he could not exist today. Because mm-hmm. everybody would be like, he on some creep shit. It, and you, you know, know what, that, are, to me, I think it, in my mind, I'm like, nobody can be this nice. And that was just me being cynical. Even at a young age, like, I was, I'm like, nobody is this nice for real. Yeah, and I think that, you know, so it really showed a side of him. Like, mm-hmm. I mean he was a good guy and you know his love for children in terms of like not you know nothing creepy but just like you know being children are the future and Mm -hmm. you know they need to be listened to it was just like the message was so heartfelt I I ended up watching documentary twice Mm -hmm. um because I did grow up watching Mr. Rogers and you know he was so he was so corny 
but mm-hmm. it was and it, you know the even the concept of the show was so simple but mm-hmm. it's just like you were drawn to it and just you know his love for youth and you know and in his mind you know being a just being a good person and yeah. helping people to be, just be good people so it was so good and um watch it i actually um have read a story um about him where he had um like a black uh, he used to have like these this black couple that would come and guest star on the show, and it was done during the time where um, you know when oh, they the, were- yeah the the the, the I'll, I'll tell the story where um, he had a scene on the sh- on the show where he took a foot bath. It was a hot day outside, and he you know wanted to dip his foot in this little pool, so he filled it up with water. And it was, it was a black police officer, neighborhood police officer, that came over, and he said, you know. Put your feet in the water. And this was oh, yeah, during a time allowed in the pools. Right. They was draining mm-hmm. the pools to make sure mm-hmm. that black people weren't swimming in it. So this was, you know, it's it was his uh Colin Kaepernick moment, so to speak, on his show. You know, it was mm-hmm. his way of standing up to racism and you know, especially the comp the climate of what was going on, to just sit on his show and take a foot bath and cool off with a black dude. Yeah. You know, even though the black dude ended up being gay and he told he said <laughs> We can't. We well, we can do stuff. We can't do all of that. So, but anyway, don't touch my toes. But it, it was it was good. So I do encourage watch it because, like I said, it was like it brought back memories for me and um you know Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah. So in any case, y'all, we have come to the end of our little podcast here. So you could subscribe to that's what I'm saying the podcast from the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Stitcher, CastPod, TuneIn, and Spotify. You can also follow us on Facebook. Hit us up in our DMs, y'all. We're on Instagram and twitter that's what i say three um visit that's what i'm saying the podcast to learn more send us questions and comments and of course nye who do we always shout out we always shout out our super producer vegas world inc you can catch him on twitter and instagram he also has a podcast called hip-hop now thank you so much for listening subscribing and liking us on social media until next week take care y'all